And welcome once again to This Week in MCU, the after show talking all things Marvel Cinematic Universe related. I'm Kurt, and with me, as always, is Sunraven. Hey. Good morning. Hey, how are you doing? Not too bad. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, so, there's probably some news around uh, the MCU. The uh, I know that Marvel's pushing the Thor Love and Thunder clips on YouTube pretty heavily. Um, yeah. I, I haven't been watching on. them. I haven't been watching them because I want to go in a little cold on that one. But Right. Um, uh, there's also uh, news and rumors of a Thunderbolt movie. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yep, that's not surprising. Uh, we were figuring that was going to happen anyway, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. They've kind of been setting that up. Um, the other thing is Doctor Strange released on Disney Plus this week. Yeah, I uh, actually watched it last night. Uh, it's still what I thought about yeah. <laughs> it the first time around. Did you watch the IMAX version or just the widescreen version? I have no idea. Probably, yeah. probably the widescreen I so I I might I might go through and break it down for for the Easter egg end of things. Um, I definitely want to freeze frame the busting through dimensions thing a little bit more, right? And just a number of things, but uh, yeah, I haven't rewatched it yet, uh, but it's definitely on the agenda. So, um. Yeah, and then I heard a rumor about Daniel Craig coming to the MCU. Oh, that'd be interesting. As who? Uh, that's the question, right? <laughs> Maybe he's our Doctor Doom. That could be cool. Um, I mean, it's supposed to be Efron as um, as Pyre as as a Human Torch. Oh, is that what Although- they're talking? Well, yeah, that, I think that was the rumors of, of the casting, but also uh, there was a story of Evans actually saying, "Hey, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind bringing that character back." He's, like that'd be kind of cool, but I don't think they're gonna do it. I don't think they're gonna do it either. I think he's too old for the Human Torch now. Um, yeah, but but uh, maybe an alternate reality thing. Yeah. So, um, all right, then let's uh, let's go ahead and jump into it. This is uh, Ms. Marvel episode two. Uh, before we jump in, though, uh, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on twitch.tv slash VO by Kurt or subscribe to the podcast by going to anchor.fm slash this-week-in-mcu or just search for This Week in MCU wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to follow us live or watch us live, the best thing to do is follow my Twitter on VO by Kurt. Um, we're generally every Saturday morning at 1030, but like yesterday... I had stuff to do, so we're doing it on a Sunday. Um, If you have any comments, questions, suggestions, or amusing anecdotes, whatever, uh, send an email to thisweekinmcu at gmail.com. And if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we will read it live during the recording of the show. The other ones we will read, not live. Right. Well, we'll read them to ourselves and just weep. Um, All right, so... Episode 2 is entitled Crushed, and we get a previously on, and we get the Marvel Flip logo, blah, 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 and we open on school, on Kamala walking through the hallway in school, just like episode 1, where she was walking through the hallway, except now she's way more confident, and uh, she's like 
dodging the dude with the the basketball and grabbing it from him and giving it back to him and fist bumping another dude and the two girls that were blocking her locker in the first episode she basically splits them up and gets into her locker and she's very cocky because of what happened at AvengerCon. And or not cocky, confident. She really isn't cocky. Um I mean it's it's a good booster, right? Right, right. And then she accidentally bumps into a new kid at school and she gets all uh wobbly, uh, wobbly I guess for <laughs> yeah, that's a good term. Um and she immediately crushes on him and we learn a little bit more about him later, but um, and then she bumps into Bruno, and they're walking through the hallway, and we get our QR code for the episode, which is on a school poster in in, in the hallway. And I actu- actually saw that one. And if you freeze frame it, it is clear that they digitally inserted it. I mean, nice. it is so much clearer than the rest of the poster. <laughs> but that's okay. And I think they did that on purpose, and I think it's a good thing, because in Moon Knight... Um, like that first episode where we got the QR code, you it was really hard to scan. Like no matter how you freeze framed it, it was really difficult to scan. So and basically we're just getting more um, Ms. Marvel um, free issues. So this uh, issue uh, from this week, uh, from yeah, from week two from this week is uh, the I think issue fourteen of Ms. Marvel, where which is where she meets Kamran. I mean, the dude she bumped into in the hallway. Right. <laughs> um, okay. So we find out... She, so we're still in school. We find out that Zoe is getting a lot of views on her video because of Kamala saving her at AvengerCon. And Zoe has a whole bunch of people around her in the cafeteria. And she's exaggerating, of course, because that's what Zoe does. And Zoe... Basically says, yeah. So that suit, that superhero's name is Nightlight. <laughs> terrible name. Which is really like the worst name. Um, although I will tell you, when I thought about that, I went, you know what? Strong guy isn't a great name. Strong guy isn't great, but neither is Night Monkey. <laughs> neither is Night Monkey. Um, <laughs> agreed. Agreed. Um, so. Uh, Zoe's like going, yeah, like when when it, she it, when it hit me, I had a big glow, white glow around my body. And I I felt calm, and she's just doing her Zoe thing. Um, but she it's so life changing that she's having a party, and so uh, Kamala and Nakia and Bruno are like, yeah, we're not going to that party. That's stupid. And then we find out that. Um, the new kid, uh, Zoe stops and says, "Hey, you're Comron, right? The new kid, uh, come on over to my party." And hey, we going to a party? Yeah, yeah. Kamal's like, "Yeah, I guess we're going to the party." <laughs> and title card, which would yeah. never work in reality, right? Right, right. Because <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure that's the party that at the door they went. Yeah. You're not allowed in here. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing here? <laughs> All right, so. Uh, Bruno and Kamala are like, okay, let's meet in the theater after school. And they, they go there and they start experimenting with Kamala's powers to try to get a little bit more control. And that brings us to our first training mont- montage. Um, yeah, finally. Finally. 
So she's playing with these like hard hard light objects and um, finding that they're pretty flimsy at least to begin with. We don't we don't know how they really get stronger, but but Kamala gets more control over them. And Bruno is analyzing her powers with with his super duper iPad uh, that he's programmed with uh, how to analyze metahumans or whatever I don't know, but. Um, Bruno finds out that the power is actually coming from within Kamala, and the bangle appears to be unlocking, like the superhuman in you. Is the power was in you all along? The power was in you all along, <laughs> and it does appear to be a bit of a throwaway line, but I think it's important. I think that, um, even though we find out a little bit more information later, it feels very inhuman. You know, yes, it feels it, like it does. this this bangle is, for all intents and purposes, kind of like either providing Terrigen Mists or saying, "Hey, if you get exposed to Terrigen Mists, here's what you could be. Here's what you could do." Um, either way, I'm okay with it. I suppose um, I'm coming around to her powers a little bit. Okay with them. Yeah, yeah. So far. Um, so they start looking at the, uh, so, so yeah, they start looking at the, uh, the bangle and they notice writing and she's going, well, I don't know. It might be Arabic, might be Urdu. Um, but she wasn't quite sure. And she starts trying to create more stable, hard light discs to stand on. And boy, she, she picks it up pretty quickly. Um, cause then she starts creating them and sliding down them and just like running in the air. And that's great, right? We, we need her to get familiar with her powers quickly. Um, so, and that's what a training montage does. Yeah, we only have six episodes. Right, exactly. So, uh, after their training session, we, we flip to Kamala and Nakia, uh, running to the mosque because they're late again. And so they, they, we see them going in and ditching their shoes in because uh, uh, I don't know if it's men and women, but at least the women are, are required to re- remove their shoes before they go in the mosque. I believe it's everybody. Yeah. Also, also, also just polite. Yeah. Well, there's that too. Um, and then the and then they wash up and go in, and uh, the women are separated in the back of the mosque. Uh, the men are all up front. And uh, they talk about well, the, so the the women in the back tend, tend at least in this they tend to talk a little bit more because they're so far out back. Um, and uh, the sheikh is is like, uh, hey, so uh, you guys need to stop talking. <laughs> and and uh, Kamala's like, going, yeah, sorry, we can. We we can't really hear you very well behind this partition, and we're way out back here. And um, It'd be nice if it wasn't so far, right? And uh, Nakia has been complaining about like the mold on the floor and the 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 bathroom tiles where they were washing up are falling apart and everything. So uh, Kamala's trying to convince her to run for the mosque board because they have a board opening now. Um, cool. So, um, back home, Kamala meets up with mom and 
says, hey, I wanted to apologize for sneaking out. And I know it's really the worst time to be asking this, but uh, Zoe's having a get-together. And uh, Bruno and Nakia are going. And I'll be home by 9. And Mom said, yeah, you can do that, but you got to promise to come back home through the front door. <laughs> Rather than sneaking uh, through the window. So, Snarky Mom. Yeah. So we flip over to the party. And... One of the first things we see is Kamran is on the roof of a building next to the pool and jumps off the roof, does a couple somersaults, and lands in the water. Now, there's a couple things about this. Um, it's pretty cold outside because everybody's like wearing jackets and stuff. <laughs> um, and I did a little digging because uh, I'm not as familiar with the them as Marvel comics. I read I've read some of them, but not you know the entire run. Um, Kamran in the comics is an Inhuman. Yeah. I, so they're, th- what they're doing. Uh, yeah. It's a little weird. It is a little weird. I mean, it is. A I little don't know weird. why they just didn't go with Inhumans for this. It might have been they're scared of the stench from the TV show. Yeah, maybe. But, um, but we, we'll get into that a little bit more once we get a little bit more info, info from the episodes. Um, so Kamala sees Kamran coming out of the pool, and we we get that same type of effect that they've been doing the whole series, which is um, Kamala's imagination fills in like animated things in the in the scene. So we get flames and and uh, one hundred emojis. Uh, that appear all around him, and she gets all googly-eyed. Um, <laughs> and then we hear, hey, the cops are here. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Which happened really early in the party. Like, <laughs> Well, it, it feels like, they, you know, considering they're starting the party with him jumping off into the pool, this doesn't feel like the party just started. That's true. It, it is when Kamala they, they just got there. They might have you know, the, part, the party's been going. It, it's... Um, it's a progress. Right. So Kamran goes, hey, I've got a car. I'll give you guys a ride home to Bruno and Nakia and uh, Kamala. And this dude from school that happened to be there too. Um, and it was the dude that Kamala fist bumped in the hallway. So while they're in the car, they talk about Bollywood movies and and they talk about Bazigar. Uh, which is a real movie uh, starring who they referred to SRK, Shah Rukh Khan. Um, and so, because uh, I, I want to make sure it was something real. Um, and they talk about just different things like that, and that's cool. Uh, they arrive at the Circle Q, and they all get out of the car, and Kamran gets Kamala's phone and, and gives her the number because we find out during the car ride that Kamala failed her driving test because Bruno is jealous and he wants to just, I don't know, get in the middle. And um, so Kamran says, hey, yeah, here's my phone number. If you want some driving lessons, I'll, I'll help you out. And he says goodbye to uh, Kamran says goodbye to everybody and calls Bruno Brian. He's the only one that he names incorrectly. Um, clearly, I think there's a thing there. Uh, <laughs> and Kamala gets home, and we get our first music video of the series, <laughs> where she's dancing around to the the Ronettes singing "Be My Baby," 
That was um, so cute, though. It was. It was. It's um, a little bit of a. I mean, okay. I. I mean, I knew those songs when I was her age, but that's different. So I, I felt like the song might have been just a little too old for her. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I did hear another uh, YouTuber speculating that. And I, I don't believe this. I think it's too deep of a thought. But speculating that they used the spe- the the um, Ronettes "Be My Baby" because of the Phil Spector, Ronnie Spector thing, and and you know Phil Spector like killed Ronnie Spector and uh, beat the crap out of her all the time. Right, and so "Be My Baby" is kind of a. If you look at it in the in that lens, it's kind of a ironic song. No, uh, I, I, I don't. It's buy way it. too deep of a cut, right? It doesn't I, doesn't. I, I don't. I don't buy that. <laughs> I don't either. I think they had, they found a cute song and they used it. I think that's all it was. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, uh, and it was probably cheap. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> so, um, so. At home after the music video, she gets to her room, she falls on her bed, and immediately gets a text from Kamran, which we see displayed on her bed sheet, which is pretty cool. I, I, I like when they do those little effects. It just works for me. Um, and, and he basically says, hey, uh, first lesson Monday, and Kamala responds with totally. So then we see an animated scene, like we do, where... Kamala and Bruno are floating among the stars, surrounded by uh, sloth angels. What would they call them uh, from that first episode? Sloth, something oh. sloth. Oh yeah, no, I forgot it's, what they. Yeah, her her production company for her podcast. Yeah, sloth baby, maybe uh, I something think like sloth that. Baby. Yeah, um, and which and that animation melds into her doodling in school the next day and. All of a sudden, her nose starts doing the the bangle purple glow. Uh, so she runs to the bathroom. And <laughs> she runs to the bathroom. Nakia notices. Nakia goes to the bathroom, thinks that Kamal is having her period, and hands her a tampon over the side of the stall. And nope, that's not what it is. And the nose thing goes away, but then her hand starts glowing. <laughs> so she clearly doesn't have a full grasp of it yet but we're getting there so they talk about how things aren't easy and nakia got an outfit for kamala's lesson her her driving lesson so gave her some earrings and a top um we flip over to bruno who gets called to mr wilson's office and wilson says hey i you got it i got good news uh you got into the early immersion program at caltech You'll be there next semester, living on campus, living in the dorms, eating in the cafeteria. And Bruno's going, yeah, I think I need to think about it. And Wilson's like, oh, what? you got to do this. And it's because Bruno has a thing for Kamala and thinks if he leaves, it's dead. Yeah. Um, which he's probably not wrong. So, um, so... And Mr. Wilson goes through this whole explanation. Hey, have you ever seen a movie? <laughs> and, it's, <laughs> and and it's it's that whole like when in the middle of the movie when a, uh, an amazing opportunity comes for the main character, they have to take it, and that's what's happening now. 
So Bruno is just like, I need to think about it. And we flip back over to Kamala. And Kamala meets up with Kamran. And Bruno meets up with Kamala for training. And Kamala says, yeah, so we're going to need to do that later because I have a driving lesson. It's like, okay. Uh, and she she says, hey, so um, you're going to come to the Eid with us, right? So uh, we'll, we'll meet up there. And uh, okay, cool. They jump in the car, Kamala and, and uh, Kamran, that is. And they're driving. Kamala drives, and she's terrible at it, but whatever. Uh, they drive, and they stop at a pizza place. And they start talking about uh, Bollywood and different actors and whatnot. And I was wondering if they were going to do it, and they did. They bring up Kingo <laughs> from The Eternals. Yep. Uh, it was a good little touch. It was. Like, it was. I, it, caught, it caught me off guard. I was like, wait, are they talking... They are talking about him. Okay. Well, what was even funnier to me was that Kamran's like going, yeah, and my mom is still hooked on Kingo Sr. And I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, okay. It's, it's okay. the same guy. <laughs> so, um, so they're sitting by the window, and Kamala notices that Amir, her brother, is outside. And apparently, if she's with a boy in a restaurant by herself, it's going to be a problem. So well, they, that's not surprising. Yeah, her family's. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're they're okay mostly. Yeah, so I've seen worse. <laughs> they hide behind the menu, and Amir shows up in the restaurant. And again, I'm not really sure how or why, but Kamala says, "Yeah, this is our this is cousin Kamran. He's Uncle Chowdhury's nephew." It's like what? And they go into this whole weird. thing. Weird. It was weird. And he, and Amir's like going, "Wait a minute. Um Uncle Chowdhury's from Pakistan and and you've got a British accent." And Kamran goes, "Oh, I, I and he switches to a, a Pakistani accent. He goes, "Yeah, I was obsessed with the British baking show and so uh I've been I've been Speaking in the, well, that, or that one, that. that one, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Because it's a good show. Um, that tracks. Right. So we <laughs> we flip back to uh, dinner at home, and uh, they start talking about uh, dad. Dad starts talking about how they moved to America so the kids could be anything they wanted to be, and then they start talking about the partition, which I was a little surprised they were going to get get into. But yeah, it doesn't come up often. It doesn't come up often in any media, right? I mean, uh, the last one they did an episode on uh, uh, the first season of uh, Jodie Whittaker's Doctor Who run. They mentioned they it. They did an episode. Well, they did a whole episode on it. Oh, 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 but, okay. But like they they tied it to Doctor Who, of course. Right. Um. And that that was interesting. I actually didn't know about it at all. Yeah, yeah, I, I. I knew, a, like, very little. Like, not, not hardly anything. Um, so, um, but we see... So, Dad starts talking about uh, Muniba's family and Muniba's mom um, getting out of the city on the, of Karachi on the, on the last train. And I guess... I, and I, I have to keep the family tree very clear here because it, it does become important. Sana, who I believe is... Muniba's mom, yeah, got separated 
and managed to amazingly get on the train just before the train left. And right. and and Sana at that time was a kid because that would have been like the forties, I think. Right. And so, like forty-two. Uh, uh, forty-two. Yeah. So we see, uh, and and so then the story was Sana followed a trail of stars back to her father. Um, cute. Cute. Yep. And. At that point, Kamala's at the table, and her bangle starts to grow to glow, and she gets a vision, uh, and it's I, I think we see a woman in the vision, and then she wakes up on the floor with everyone around her. I think Dad's sp- sprinkling her with water to try to get her, and uh, wondering what's going on. Either trying to wake her up or trying to drive away. Yeah, the right, right. And um, she gets up. She doesn't really have an explanation uh, of what happened, but uh, she gets up and Kamala goes upstairs and calls her grandmother, Nani. Um, well, uh, see, this is why Asana... Asana is not... I mean, Nani is just grandmother. Right, 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 right. Nani is grandmother, but Nani's not Sana. I thought she was. Is she? Oh, no, you're right. She is. She is. No, she yeah. is. Because I actually... I did straighten that out by looking in the... In the um, Credits, because I want to make sure I, I had the, I had it all right. So Sana is her grandmother. She calls her and um, says, "Hey, um, what can you tell me about this bangle that she's wearing?" They keep calling it the bangle instead of a bracelet, but whatever. Um, and and Nani says, "Oh yeah, that bangle belonged to Aisha, my mother." And um, and 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 Kamala's like, well, oh, can you tell me more information about her? Blah blah blah. She goes, oh, I'd like to, but the mango guy's here. I gotta go get my mangoes, <laughs> and hangs up. Um, Mom comes in, and Kamala says, hey, uh, what can you tell me? What happened to Aisha? And Mom immediately gets this look on her well, face. She just shuts down about shuts it. Shuts down, and she goes, Aisha brought fa- brought our family shame. You gotta leave it alone. Um, okay. And we flip, we're at the Eid, and it's the uh, Eid Mubarak. Uh, or, or actually, Eid Mubarak, I think, is the greeting for the Eid. I, I don't know um, that much about that at all. Uh, but it's it, it, it basically just means blessed feast or festival. Um, so it's like, a, it's, a, it's, yeah, it's an outdoor festival where there's a lot of food and... Um, people hanging out and but we get to and nakia is there and she's campaigning to be part of the mosque board but she's got to break through the good old boy network and frankly we've only got a couple episodes for that to happen so so we start going through and we and we talk about we find out about all of the little cliques within the mosque starting with the illuminantes uh, a, a group of older women in the mosque who know everything that's going on, otherwise known as the uh, the the Jewish grandmothers on the bench. Yes, yeah, that that the very same kind of thing, right? So yeah. the Illuminantes, and then there's the mosque bros, uh, the pious boys, the Sunday school teachers, the Insta click for Instagram. You know, it's the uh, young yeah. young girls. And the converts slash reverts, uh, which are pretty much everybody who married in, 
<laughs> and there's like three white folks. Right, right. And the mini Harami girls. Um, and so Nakia is is going to Kamala's dad and trying to get his vote. And and he's going, yeah, well, you know, um, Rashid is also running, and Rashid's my best friend. And and she goes, well. Yeah, but you wouldn't rob your daughter of her dreams, right? Or your second daughter. I'm like a daughter to you. And he's just like, oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, oh, she got dirty. Yeah. Um, and we flip to Zoe, curiously enough, who's being interrogated by damage control. And I'm not going to call them the Department of Damage Control because they're damage control. In the comics... Yeah. Now, it's weird. They flipped them from... In the comics, damage control was just the garbage men for the superheroes. Right. So And now a little bit with damage control so far. Like but like I think the only time we've seen them has been um in Spider Man, the in the in the the homecoming. Um I think there was there might have been one other reference to damage control earlier on in another movie. I don't remember off offhand, but and and certainly Spider Man definitely. Yeah, um, I mean, they actually yeah. make an appearance in Spider-Man. Right, right, exactly. But I don't think they've shown up anywhere else. No, I, and again, I think... Um, I want to say I saw a reference to them in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, that's probably true. And, and that was probably early on. But, um, but yeah, okay, so what? however they're using them, I don't really care. It's just I find it interesting that they're making them kind of a government investigative offshoot versus well that make i i don't like it but it makes sense because there's there's supposed to be a show uh, if Coming i up. remember correctly they're working on a I think you're right uh yeah on damage control show and it could be so, the tie-in could be easy right the tie-in could yeah. be they are the garbage men but really what it is it's less garbage men they're the salvage crew for the for the extraterrestrial stuff well it, the thing is if they set them up as kind of like the investigative arm and then the cleanup crew and everything. Yeah. Then they have a they have a procedural. Right. Right. So they can do a procedural, you know, twelve episode series instead of, you know, superhero six episode series. And since Shield is disbanded. Have, yeah, Shield is <laughs> gone. They don't have to have you know, superpower stuff on it. They just come in, they're trying to track people down and then they're clearing up the scenes. That's a lot cheaper to, to set lot. up and make like a twelve episode series than you know trying to do all the superpowers and right. everything else. Yeah, because you end up like with and, one scene with some superpowered vil villain or something. Yeah, and, and that's it. And procedurals are and have been for a really long time extremely popular. Yes, because uh, you know NCIS has been around forever. Law and Order, all that. Yep. And or Law and Order just brought back the original. I know. Like they were like, screw it, let's just restart the the, the, the granddaddy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so it, it's you know, they they've been around for decades. Right. So them them trying to get a, a procedural show, that's actually yeah, that might be not a bad idea. We do uh damage control LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That kind of thing that could happen. Spin off like crazy. Right, right. So um so Zoe's being investigated by uh, the two damage control investigators from last last week, uh, Deaver and I can't remember her name, but um, he says the mean one, the mean one, yeah, and and 
talking he's talking about the superhero trying to kill her and she's going no 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 she saved my life and he goes hey so all right did you do it for the likes was this a team up did you guys uh plan this and they're putting on the pressure really bad and says hey so do you know like what nationality she is is she white is she you know uh, African American is she Latina or oh I'm sorry Latinx um, or maybe from uh, from from uh, the Middle East and and Zoe gives a look that basically of course every agent knows means oh that's it so Deaver says okay we got to do a tri-state sweep including the mosques we got to just go searching for this person uh, the kid has no poker face no. And just like any cop show, when they're talking to a kid, they're questioning a minor without a parent present or a lawyer in the room. Right, right. Yep. Uh, so, basically, uh, we flip back over to Kamala, and Kamala's talking to the Illuminantes about Aisha. And there is not one good word. Uh, Aisha brought a curse on the family. Aisha was not a good person, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, it's not good. So we flip to the evening time, and the Eid's still going on, and this kid happens to be up in the top of a giant tower with an open window, kind of like the first episode of, uh, of Game of Thrones. Although right. he, he doesn't get kicked out, he just falls out the window grabs onto a curtain so he doesn't fall and he starts screaming. Kamala's like going, I gotta deal with this, blah, blah, blah. And she takes Look, off. It's, it's, it's my superhero moment. Yep. Uh, so she shows up and dude on the street's going, hey, it's Nightlight. Oh. <laughs> it's a terrible name. Um, and so uh, Kamala starts making her way over to him and says, hey, so think about something else. What's your favorite food? And He's going, I like ice cream pizza. Ice cream pizza? <laughs> and, All right, I'll, I'll give it a try. Yeah, yep. Um, yeah, so and he just likes putting ice cream on pizza. <laughs> so it doesn't sound terrible. Yeah, it might be all right. Depends on the kind of pizza. <laughs> um, Depends on what kind of ice yeah, cream. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, so uh, the boy falls. Kamala creates a hard light platform um, to, like stop him he stand they stand up and it looks like she saved the day and then all of a sudden kamala gets another vision and it's a, of another uh, it's of a woman and that completely distracts her the hard light platform falls kamala panics and starts like putting platforms under him to kind of slow his fall which she does and but the boy falls on the hood of a car and probably breaks his ankle yeah Better now, than breaking his head by falling out of the tower. Right. Now, here's a little thing that you may have missed. When the kid was standing up... Uh, oh, so earlier in the episode, when when uh, we're at the mosque, if you remember, when we came out of the mosque, uh, Nakia found that her shoes got stolen. Yeah. Yeah. This kid is wearing Nakia's shoes. Oh. <laughs> I missed that. Yep. Yeah. So, and because they were such a... Was, she said they were Versace's, right? And so, and they were such a weird-looking shoe, um, but but the kid was wearing them. Um, so, uh, anyhow, 
So he's the little shoe thief because she said it was like the fifth time or something that right. that's happened. Right. Um, so the kid falls. I think he breaks his ankle. Might have just sprained it. Who knows? But Kamala hightails it out of there. And then she's in an alleyway and we see a damage control drone lock in on her. And she goes the other way. There's another drone coming there. And she's pinned down by them. And the Department of Damage Control shows up. And she creates some hard light discs to, to be able to walk up and you know onto a building or onto a rooftop and, and get away. Um, they shoot her with some beam gun. Uh, and Rude. yeah, and it knocks like, one of her gave them guns. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, the Chitori is who gave her who gave them guns. <laughs> um, so they 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 were able to get rid of one of her hard light uh, discs. She falls, and Kamran shows up in his car and says, "Get in. If you want to live, get in." <laughs> <laughs> so she gets in, and there's a woman in the back seat. That says, hey, uh, I've been waiting to meet you. And Kamran says, meet my mom. And it's the woman from Kamala's vision that distracted her in the first place. And credits. Um, so, I think it's interesting um, about that. Because we don't really know... <clears throat> any relationships yet um, or even who this woman is yet we, we don't we don't know her at all except from this vision um, so uh, clearly that's where we start get, we're gonna start getting some of the backstory for Kamala um, I I, uh, I I like this episode quite a bit I I thought that uh, I like the series so far I think it's just fun it's just a fun series um, yeah so I'm definitely enjoying it. Yeah. So, any any thoughts about this episode? Uh, the mom is still terrible. Yeah, you know, she just gives me bad vibes. Uh, is that because she's so strict? She's just. It's not even that she's strict. It's just backwards. I think she's just trying to protect Kamala. Yeah, I I get that, but I think I will. This is not the way to do it. But no, I think I think it's clear that mom knows more oh, than yeah, what absolutely. she's than what she's absolutely. letting on. The other thing too is when when Kamala was talking with Nani uh, earlier, she said, "Did you get the gifts I sent you?" Yeah, I think she meant for Kamala to have that bangle. Yeah, no, th that's. That's on the money, and the mom was trying to keep it away, right? You know, to keep, keep problems from happening, right? So I think she knows what's going on, but this is it's just just going about it all wrong. You know, here's my stupid. Here's my wild prediction for this series. Uh, other than the inhuman thing, you know, we can talk about that. That's just a theory, but but I think what we're gonna find out is like by the end, Kamala's gonna be in some fight or something and in trouble. And mom is gonna step in, and ex ex and, and show some some powers. That would be kind of cool. I think she's gonna step in and show some powers to protect her kid. Um, that's my guess. That's my guess because it seems pretty clear that this whole thing runs in the family. So, 
Okay, and that's the end of this week. Uh, so, Sen, where can people find you? Well, you can find me every morning on twitch.tv slash Raven for some Marvel Strike Force, some other games, and just come hang out, listen to some music, and have a good time. Cool. And I can be found everywhere at VO by Kurt on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And uh, record another podcast called This Week in Batu, which we just are wrapping up Obi-Wan Kenobi this weekend. And uh, doing all things Star Wars, just like This Week in MCU. And my solo podcast of Storytime with Kurt. So check those out. And we will see you gall. You all. Not you gall. Gall? Yeah. We will see you gall. <laughs> the gall of you all. Uh, next week. Have a good one.